For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome back, everyone, to the first team NFL draft and college football podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. Make sure before we begin here, this is Ryan's Scouting Notebook, a little extra recruiting segment that we're doing each and every week. Now leading you up to the 2024 NFL Draft. Make sure you hit that like button for us. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and five-star reviews on any and all of your favorite podcast platforms are very much appreciated. Throughout the entirety of the draft process now, draft season fully in swing, we'll talk... NFL Combine, we'll talk Senior Bowl, we'll talk East-West Shrine, we'll talk final player evaluations, we'll talk mock drafts, we'll talk talk positional rankings, we'll give you some interviews as well. We're going to give you everything here at the first team that you're going to need to prepare yourself for whatever team, whatever you, whoever your favorite team drafts come in April. And I want to get you guys just, we're getting the early declarations, we're getting guys officially declared for the 2024 NFL Draft over the last, you know, last few days here. So I want to talk about... A couple guys that just recently made declarations. I also want to talk about one player that I think is just kind of getting forgotten about a little bit in the 2024 NFL draft. We, we tend to do this, especially with guys that have been around for multiple seasons. There's a little analysis by paralysis and a little guys that are just kind of get forgotten because they've just been known commodities for so long. It's always about the new toy, you know, the the, the late riser, the guy that you don't know too much about. That's what everybody typically wants to talk about this time of year, but I want to remind you of one of the top pass rushers in the 2024 NFL draft here today. But let's start a couple early enroll a couple early declaration that we have gotten over the last couple days. One of the more interesting ones and I, I want to talk about it in sequences here because I feel like there is a very underrated safety that just put his hat in the ring and that is Jaden Hicks who's a 6'3", 215-pound safety out of Washington State, declared as a redshirt sophomore. So only three years out of high school. Some people were a little surprised by this one. I was not as much because I look at the state of the 2024 NFL draft from the safety position, and there's leaves a little bit to be desired right now. You know, there are a lot of question marks right now in terms of who the top guys are, but more importantly, who the depth is. You know, we have guys like Cameron Kitchens. You have guys like Tyler Newbin, who are kind of these a couple of the high assumed top safeties in the class. But who are the second tier? Who are the mid tier? Who are the lower tier? Who? How is this safety class going to fill out ultimately? And I think that we have a potential big riser in Jaden Hicks. And from the film, he started in 2022. He has started in 2023. He's had two a lot of action in the last two years. First and foremost, things are going to pop out immediately. 
215 pounds. He's probably more in the 6'2 and some odd inch, you know, 6'2 and some change area. But regardless, it's a big body safety. And you're going to see him flow all over the field. They use him in a lot of different capacities at Washington State. I mean, there are some times where he's in center field role as kind of a, a mid, uh, a true one high, sing, uh, single high situation as a safety. But more often than not, you're going to see them in a lot of two safety sets with him to the field side because they're going to want to rotate him down a ton and get him in, aligned in the box. You're going to see him in the box at times. You're going to see him in the slot at times. You see him blitz at times as well for Washington State. This is kind of their movable chess piece on that defense. And when I look at Jaden Hicks, one, size, physicality, he is arguably uh, – I want to say – he's one of the better strikers in this class. He brings his pads – with him on every single play. He's a really good downhill striker. He will bring his he'll he'll bring it, folks. Like he really will, which gives you optimism as obviously as a strong safety role. But like the baseline of Jaden Hicks is that even if he ends up going a little bit like third, fourth round, somewhere in that ballpark, he still has that baseline of he's going to be a very good special teamer because he has length and he has explosiveness and he's a tackler. So when you kind those three things together, that is a coverage unit player, a guy, whether it's on kick coverage or on punt coverage, he's going to go down and make a tackle. But ultimately, I love his upside as a safety on the next level. He brings surprising range to the field, good instincts to the game, good explosiveness to the game. Now, he's not going to be the best change of direction player of all time, which is going to limit his ability to make plays on the ball down the field more, you know, working from depth because he just doesn't have the loosest hips of all time. So I don't think he's going to be the rangiest player working from depth, but robbing underneath zones, coming down, playing some man-to-man against some bigger body types, tight ends, big slots. I think he's got a lot of upside in that department, and he is an outstanding player in the run game. So get some eyes on Jaden Hicks, star safety out of Washington State. He's had two years of very good film. I'm impressed by him. I think he could be a big riser in the safety class in the 2024 NFL draft, a early declaration very recently. Another guy that just announced a decision to enroll early, enroll early to declare early, which was kind of a little bit of a head scratcher for me, was Jonathan Brooks, who was a running back out of Texas. Throughout the season, he's been one of the kind of the breakout stars in college football. And there was an expectation when he was healthy that he was going to be an, an early declaration was going to be a guy that was going to enter the 2024 class. Ultimately though, he ends up tearing his ACL down the stretch uh, later stretch of the season. And I think that the assumption, because there actually was rumors out there that he might return in 2024 and hopefully have a fully healthy season coming off the ACL. Well, he decided to opt into the class. And I think there's a couple of layers here. One, it's not a great running back class in 2024. I, I'm still struggling with this class tremendously. I know there's some good running backs. You know, we just did a we just did a breakdown of Trey Benson and Bucky Irving as a couple of the better running backs in the class. But with guys like Rocket Sanders going back to school, Trey Van Henderson potentially going back to school, it's just not a great running back class. It's really not, especially stars. And Jonathan Brooks, I think, could have been a potential top two to three running back in the class had he been healthy and declared. Now with the injury, it's going to be a little hairier for him, man, because he, I think he's going to get knocked down a round or two. It's an ACL tear, so it, barring some 
mate long-term structural damage i don't think it's going to affect him a ton like he's i'm not talking about him falling three to four rounds or to the end of the draft because of the acl this is that's just not how that's not what that injury means anymore in kind of just the trajectory of athletes you know acl tears are not a big deal anymore for the most case as long as it's you know not a, a continuous issue so i think jonathan brooks is probably gonna end up going in like the third or fourth rounds this year and he could be a guy that I think is it's it's you're going to invest for the long term. The short term, I would be surprised. I mean, I think he'll play a little bit at, in the 2024 season, but I'll be surprised if he plays a ton. You know, I think you're going to kind of especially making the jump from college football to the NFL, bigger, faster, stronger, more physical game. I think that you're going to want to kind of take him along a little bit slower. So I think he's trying to cash in on it being a weaker running back class, but I'm not sure if he's actually cashing in. Short term, you know, like because I think that he's going to drop a round or two because of the ACL tear. So it's just kind of a curious decision. Obviously, he's not going to be able to test. He's not going to be at an all-star game, at least competing at an all-star game. So just kind of a little bit of a puzzling one. But uh, I mean, regardless, I I think that he's going to end up being a good player on the next level. It's just going to be about obviously a little bit of patience, especially early on with him. My last section, I told you all we're forgetting about someone. I, I want us to make sure we don't forget about Braylon Trice, edge out of Washington. Number eight, if you haven't watched the scout of the film, six foot three, 270 pounds listed. He is a thickly built physical speed to power converter with a little bit of finesse to his game as well. I really like Braylon Trice. Now, I understand why some people might not be as high as I am per se. I think he's a, I have an early second round grade on him. I would be willing to take him in the late first round. I personally would, but regardless, late first, early second round, I'm there with Braylon Trice. But I understand people's hesitation. He is not the longest defensive end or edge of all time. He's not the, I think his twitch is pretty good, but he's not the sleekest of athletes. He's not the most bendy guy of all time. He understands how to reduce rush angles, plays a really good hands, has a really good understanding of how to rush and to counter off of his rush. He is similar from a physical perspective to what people thought Derek Barnett was going to be out of Tennessee. Although I think he is a more nuanced and better football player coming out of Washington than what Derek Barnett was coming out of Tennessee. But they are going to try to win on the same ways. They are going to convert speed to power. They are going to be physical. And they're going to kind of try to overwhelm offensive tackles and then counter off that power profile, that physicality. So uh, again, late first round, early second round. I'm not here in banging my chest for Brendan Trice to be a top 20 pick. I'm just saying that you were forgetting about him a little bit and we need him in this class. Cause I think it's a solid, good edge class. I think that after the Jared versus the world, the Dallas Turners, there's a lot of question marks though. Like I know people love layout to lot too out of UCLA, but like his, his medicals, man, are going to make or break him in this class, right? Like, there's a couple question marks after the first couple guys here in the class. So we need to kind of have be on to be determined a little bit on this class. But regardless, Brandon Trice should fit into that top group. He is a top five edge for me in the 2024 NFL draft. Make sure you don't forget about him. And make sure before you leave, give us a subscription. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast also five-star reviews on any of all of your favorite podcast platforms very much appreciate you we're also going to do a mailbag sections here soon on the podcast so make sure when you give us a five-star review leave a question in the comment section and we'll be able to answer it during a podcast you can follow us on twitter obviously at the first team pod follow me at rise and draft 
You follow Joseph D. Leon at Joe D. Leon on Twitter as well. Thank you all so much, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the First Team NFL Draft and College Football Podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.